If you could whisper in the ear of your younger self, what money worries would you tell them to let go of? What financial advice would you give them? What loving support would you share that would change the rest of their life? In this very special episode, as we wrap up the month of love, I'm sharing with you the financial love letters from members of our community to their younger self. Enjoy. You are so welcome to the show. This is Make Millions to Impact Millions and I am your host, Laura Tynan. This is the home for all things around money, abundance and wealth creation. So whether you're looking to manifest more money, better manage the money you have or figure out how to multiply it through investing, then you are in the right place. Every week, I'll be bringing you a new episode mixing the spirituality and strategy of wealth creation meaning I'm going to be sharing some really powerful steps and strategies that you can implement to build your wealth, as well as infusing it with some of the juiciness and magic of manifestation so we can support you on all fronts. I am so grateful that you are here tuning in. I cannot wait to share these episodes with you. Let's get started. Hi, my name is Becky Irving. I'm 38 years old. I'm from Norwich in England, the UK. I'm a cognitive behavioural psychotherapist supporting women to take back their power using cognitive and somatic therapies. This is my financial love letter to my younger self. Dear Becky, I wish you knew what I know now. You had a childhood of financial scarcity. You grew up expecting there to be no money and fearing what would happen if you ran out. You didn't know how to manage money. Your parents were in constant debt. Mum talked of robbing Peter to pay Paul. She talked often of waiting to win the lottery or other options such as remortgaging or just other ideas and plans to to get through the situations we were in. It was constant drama, constant chaos, constant cycles of having money and it going away again. There was always fear of not being able to keep it or lose the money and ultimately our family losing our house, which was the worst possible thing that could happen. Loans and credit cards were a constant feature. These money stories followed you into adulthood. After you left university the first time, you couldn't get a job and you didn't know how to handle this. You ran up £23,000 worth of debt on credit cards so you could pay your bills and by your mid-twenties you couldn't afford a mortgage because you had to take out a debt management plan which is something in the UK which affects your ability to borrow money um, to get a mortgage but you had to do this so you could avoid going bankrupt. Things are much different now. Getting into debt was a wake-up call. You paid it all off in three years, scrimping every penny that you earned. You now have a house. You're starting to save money. My advice to you now is to have compassion for yourself. It wasn't your fault. You did not know what to do. You did not know how to save, how to invest, how to look after yourself and support yourself financially. This was when it was in the early 2000s, and it wasn't the information that we have at our fingertips these days. You did so well to turn things around. If you could know now that money is abundant and it's not to be feared and there are so many great social media accounts, apps and platforms to improve your knowledge about money Um, and such as Laura's podcast and, and the information that she has can be really, really helpful. Surround yourself with people, particularly women, who are wealthy and who handle their money with confidence. Save and invest regularly. Plan for your retirement. Save an emergency fund. 
have a regular monthly financial date with yourself every month. These are just a few tips of advice that I'd give you now. Lots of love, Becky. My name is Elizabeth Turner. I am a legal and business advisor for a US investment firm. Before joining my firm, I gained over one decade's experience as a lawyer, advising international financial institutions at Goldman Sachs, Clifford Chance and Allen & Overy. I have worked predominantly in London, but I also worked and lived in Paris, Hong Kong, Sydney and Buenos Aires. I am currently 38 years old. I am honoured to be sharing my financial love letter to my younger self with Laura's magnificent podcast listeners. So here is what I would say to the younger version of Elizabeth. Start saving now, every penny counts. You're age 13 and you work in a local Italian cafe and ice cream shop in your hometown in Scotland. Your shifts are three hours long and you get paid nine pounds in cash. What you don't realise age 13 is that these part-time wages scooping ice cream is the start of personal savings that will enable you to buy a flat in central London, age 32, and then a house in central London, worth over one million pounds when you're age 37. Every penny saved is a penny earned. Don't buy frivolous items that you do not have the cash for. You're age 20, reading law at university. One of your closest friends took out a personal student loan, which she is using to buy very cool clothes in Topshop. Age 20, you're asking yourself whether you should take out a personal loan to buy cool clothes for university. What you should know is that your friend will be paying for the clothes she couldn't afford for years to come, while you don't have any financial obligations. And really, Elizabeth, for clothes, it's not worth it. Your 30s will be much better because you spent your 20s wisely. Use your pension allowance and maximise your employer's right to match your pension contributions. You're age 26 and after years of law school, you have finally qualified as a solicitor. You work in a skyscraper glass office in Canary Wharf in London. You're a professional and you finally have a salary. It's the beginning of your career and you ask yourself why you're already planning for your retirement. But still, you sign up for the Works Pension Scheme. Elizabeth, you were so wise to start thinking about your pension early. It has accumulated over the years and it still has decades to grow. You were also smart to maximise tax relief and your employer's contributions as paid off. Fully utilise your ISA. You are nearly 30 years old, still working in the City of London. You set up a direct debit to divert money out of your bank account on your payday and straight into an ISA. If it goes straight out of your account, you never had it in the first place, right? You don't miss what you don't have. Well, well done, Elizabeth, for taking this initiative. Your ISA has built up and the gains are tax-free. However, make sure, Elizabeth, that you increase what you're saving as your salary increases. Be careful about advisor fees. You're in your early 30s and you wisely decide to start a personal pension plan. However, you're up for partner at your law firm. You're working every hour of the day and Elizabeth, you think you have no time to manage your own money. You instruct a financial advisor to manage your pension for you. You're so busy trying to make partner that you don't realise that the financial advisor will charge you a fortune to manage your pension and that you will be locked into a minimum investment period with that advisor. Elizabeth, 
please manage your own assets as well as you manage your clients' assets at work. I also hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the advisor did not do a great job managing your money. Elizabeth, you could have done a better job managing your money yourself. Always have a contingency fund. You're 38 and you have just bought an a million pound house in central London. You're so proud that your history of sensible financial decisions has paid off to allow you to buy this property all on your own. Suddenly, right before Christmas, you discover a leak in the roof and it turns out that you need to replace the entire roof of your house. You're completely gobsmacked at this unexpected expense in your brand new house right before Christmas. So thank goodness you always keep a contingency fund in cash for unexpected expenses. So well done, Elizabeth. Keep realizing your financial goals through daily decisions. Manage your personal finances like you would any other relationship with time and care. And finally, be confident that the informed financial decisions you're making today will positively influence your future. My name is Hava Stone, resin artist living in London. I'd like to share with you the love letter to my younger self. Dear beautiful younger self, I see you questioning your worthiness to earn, to have what your heart desires and to live a bountiful life. I'd like to tell you, my dear, you are so deserving of what your heart desires and those desires are within your reach. It is your birthright to have your needs met and live a life of bounty and share that bounty with others. Breathe in what you desire and I'm excited and celebrating your desires come true and sharing those desires and those abilities with others. I'm Ryan Spence. I'm 38. I'm based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. I am a human design reader. I'm a business coach and business consultant for small, medium-sized businesses. My financial love letter was from when I was a very young boy and coming from a home that had a lot of rockiness, the divorce between my mom and my dad and living with my mom. My mom coming from this place of, you know, we need to save our money. We have a lot of fear. Okay, you know, this is the way we do things. And then my dad trying to really recover financially, but then becoming the one that's very abundant. And so for me, I've, I've had this journey of hearing these messages of, oh, you got to save your money. You got to hoard it. You got to hold on to it. You can't spend money. And then later in life, uh, being somebody that's abundant. So my specific letter is Dear Younger Ryan, that $2,000 you have in your savings will only grow from here. There is no need to worry about being financially successful. You will. It's understandable that you're tight with your money as that's what your mom's side of the family has taught you, saving money out of fear. But you will eventually learn to be abundant like your dad has taught you. You will make financial decisions and earn much more than most of your peers. Being financially savvy and ahead of the game will eventually lead you to take on your dream to help others make massive positive transformations, own your dream home that you manifested, feeling abundant, grateful, and wise with regards to your money situation. Keep being financially savvy, keep going against the grain of your peers, and be confident that money will always find its way to you if it's meant for you. The end. My name is Ali. I'm 27 years old. I live in England. This is a love letter to the younger me. The younger me that 
had had to go through so much with so little. Dear Ali, please don't put so much stress on yourself. This time that you have is so incredibly short and you grow so incredibly fast. Money comes and goes, but the self-love that you will learn throughout your life will make you eternally wealthy in ways that you can't imagine. It will open your life up to beautiful blessings. Make sure you take them. Put yourself first and I can promise you the rest will follow. Trust yourself. My name is John Rickgarn and reside in Marshall, Minnesota. I'm an investor, an educator, and realtor on all matters regarding investments and finance. Hey, John, it's me. Well, really you. It's just double the age you are now. I know I'm 40 and you being 20, that probably seems just like a world away. It's been four years since our mom passed away and nine years since dad. Look, I know it's been rough and you know, there's been a lot of struggles in life. You're two years into college and still wondering what you're planning to do or what the future holds for you. I'm just here to tell you, have no fear. Everything will work out. Time does heal all wounds. And I will say that life will take you on a great path. But if I could give you a few tips to jumpstart you at age 20, uh, here are my top five. One, get life insurance, whole life or even convertible term, not a scam like Dave Ramsey says. Don't max out your IRA and 401k and shovel all your money into it. Hey, look, our uh, parents didn't even make it to age 65. Now they're one, they passed away in their 50s. So what's to guarantee that we will make it to that age? There's a lot, and I mean a lot more to invest in than just the stock market. I know you're planning ahead to when you are done with school, but trust me, you will want to be a lifelong learner when it comes to investing, finance, personal development, and business. Also, invest in rental real estate and get a property management company in place. Do this early, do this instead of maxing out your retirement accounts and get cash flow now and in retirement. Trust me on this. Finally, don't defer your life. When you hear about a global studies trip, say, I don't know, to Greece, or maybe a study abroad to Spain, do it. I'm just saying, do it. Life is too short and experiences are better than doodads and junk and video games and whatnot. So that's my quick letter. Stay strong, live life to the fullest. And uh, by the way, if you hear this thing called Bitcoin later and it hits a dollar, bye, bye, bye. Take care. So I hope you have enjoyed listening to these financial love letters from members of our community to their younger self. This next love letter I am reading out on behalf of one of our amazing community members, Keith Grossman, who is president of Enterprise at crypto trading platform MoonPay. Dear Keith, today you may feel poor as you save your money. You may question how your friends and colleagues can spend as they do. How are they so rich and you so seemingly poor? The truth is this, they are not rich. They are careless. They are spending their money today with no belief that there will be consequences tomorrow. So please feel comfortable being poor today and poor tomorrow. This is the mindset for long-term wealth. Your friends, on the other hand, 
spend today, but we'll be broke tomorrow. Trust me on this. I love Keith. Haven't those financial love letters been absolutely amazing? So a big thank you to all of our incredible contributors for sharing their financial love letters to their younger self. All of their details are linked in the show notes below if you want to check out who's who. And if you've enjoyed this episode, then help us share this powerful message. Send it to a friend, to a colleague, to a loved one, and leave us a review. It really supports us in getting our message out there even more. So what an incredible month as we wrap up February. I hope you have enjoyed our financial love series. So if you haven't checked out our earlier episodes, make sure you go do so, where we delve further into all things relationships and money and finances. So lots of juicy episodes to catch up on if you've missed out. So until our next episode, keep sharing the love to you, those around you, and to your money. I really hope you got as much out of this episode as we have put into it. As with everything we do, we're here to support you on your individual journey to master your money and take control of your financial freedom. We release a brand new value-packed episode every single week. So be sure to hit that subscribe button now so you don't miss out and leave us a review on Apple. It really means the world to us and it only takes a quick minute. And if you're on social media, come say hi at I am Laura Tynan and share with us which episode you're tuning into. Now, let's continue on the journey to make millions and impact millions together.